Welcome to the Experts Podcast, where we take you behind the scenes of what it really means to be in the media. Featuring interviews with media stable experts and some of Australia's prominent media. We'll break down some of the myths, the fears, the skills and the knowledge needed to succeed in the media. The Experts Podcast is for the business owner, communicator, PR professional, leader of industry or anyone looking to develop their profile to be a recognised expert. The Experts Podcast is powered by Media Stable. Well, hello, listener. How are you? It's Nick Hayes from Media Stable here. I've got Carmen Braidwood here. Much improved, Nick Hayes. Thank you, Carmen. I know. I just got to warm up, get myself into it. It's just uh, <laughs> be nice to nail just one perfect introduction, and I'm just <laughs> killing it here right now. No, you're doing a great job. Hey, uh, naturopaths. Do you have you been to a naturopath recently, mate? I've been through so many naturopaths. <laughs> Someone's getting a phone call, but that's okay. They can call back some other time. Yeah, look, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bit of a alternative health junkie, being a person with a few you know curly health issues. I'm always looking for a bit of alternative help. Excellent. I mean, my uh, sister-in-law is a naturopath, and uh, and those COVID times did throw a few little curveballs mm. to us. I think because we've all got a different vision on that. Uh, Natalie McGrath, naturopath, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Get in a little nice and little closer Come to that close. microphone. Very relaxed there. there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Was it a difficult time the COVID period to be a naturopath? Uh, I think. It was all new for all of us, sure. essentially. So we were trying to keep up with the research like everyone else. So I think, but I think, you know, just looking after your immune system, looking after your health, and I feel like the general public really understood that. Sure. For, you know, they understood this. Yeah, the vaccines are part of it, but what else can I do? What yeah. can I control in this situation? I think that was such an important thing because I think uh, we we were so concentrated on that for a good 18 months to two years uh, and we thought that the, the cure or the whole uh, response was in a needle, in a booster, mm. in a in a little... Uh, a, little uh, a vial? Uh, yeah, well, which all, all the pharmaceutical companies seem to have their different version of. Yeah. And I don't think anyone could actually get it right as far as the right answer for everyone. Absolutely. And I think a lot of people had a lot of questions. Yeah. And so through um, research and what us naturopaths were kind of getting fed um, through the research was vitamin D, zinc, and, you know, some of our herbal medicine has a profound effect. So it doesn't replace vaccines, but it just, you know, helps that holistic approach to it. And I can see more research is coming now that's compounding and yeah looking after ourselves eating well um and naturopathy plays a huge part totally uh you know my experience only just to back in naturopaths i'm not a patient of nats uh, but i know that because i followed naturopath advice and took all my supplements religiously during that period when you know february 5 when the borders you know yep. supposed to open here in wa my experience of covid was so much better than my husband's who didn't yeah. You know, that's just pure anecdotal advice. I, I was better sooner and I had less symptoms. Yeah. I felt great. And I think that when you look back on it now and, you know, we, we, we say that we've exited. It's not quite exited as yet. But 
it was so subjective anyway, the way that we've been able to respond to it. And mm. it got very political. Absolutely. And the political element is the side that I actually got caught up in because, um, you know, I didn't like the way that the conversations were going on in the media. I didn't like the fear-mongering. I didn't yeah. like a yep. few of the things that were going on. I'm no health expert. And I think a lot of people that had something to say weren't health experts either. Um, but what they were, <laughs> two calls when you don't get a call at all. Um, <laughs> but the, you... That we're not health experts. We, uh, um, but they, they, I guess that the political element of it, it just got so personal. And, yes. And I, and I'm, you know what, I'm, 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 I'm trying to forget those times because they were shocking. Yeah. Well, and all my clients would come to me for advice, and I, I just don't get involved in the politics. I'm like, this is what we can do. This is what you can do today to look after yourself. Um, and it's interesting. I'm seeing the long COVID stuff now, yes, uh, which is really manifesting in so many different ways because I get contacted, oh, can you treat long COVID? But it depends. I've got people that have gout since COVID, never having an issue, vision issues, uh, mood issues, sleep issues and energy issues. So this is another place where naturopathy really fits in uh, because I don't think Western medicine really knows how to deal with long COVID, to be honest. Yeah. It's all still so new, isn't it? Absolutely so new. But this is where, you know, the power of the naturopaths come in because we look at it holistically and we've got those tools to get them back on their feet. You just mentioned something that I'd love an explanation on from a naturopath's point of view. You said we've got Western medicine, which is, you know, your doctors and stuff. What's the background of naturopathy? Where Where does it all come from? Yeah, that is a great Great question. Did you learn that at uni? <laughs> well, I studied naturopathy 20 years ago and it's changed so much. So back then it was we were learning stuff that came from traditional medicine like Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic medicine, mm. um, even Western herbal medicine which is coming from Europe and places like that. Mm-hmm. And it was really empirical um, evidence. So and that was fine for me. Like, if it, this has worked for hundreds of years, I don't really need the evidence to back it up. But mm. now we've got the evidence and the research that's backing up all these therapies we've been using. So the, so where has it come from? It's little bits and pieces from yep. around the world. Um, and natural medicine is when we're using nutritional, herbal medicine um, and more natural remedies. And then Western medicine is just, you know, that whole doctor pharmaceutical side of things, which really f- serves a purpose mm. without a doubt. And it certainly does, but it's not the full purpose. And I want to just, yeah. just break into that and give you an opportunity to respond on this one. I have an issue with the pharmaceutical companies in that they are, I don't believe, trying to get us better. I think it's not in their interest to, just quietly, because if they do, they're out of business. So it's something there that they're out to do to just maybe band-aid it for the moment or not necessarily deal with the real issues that are going on. But I I always find this with naturopaths, and, and and I find it with the very strong naturopaths, they know that it does play a role, but it's not just the whole role. You know, there's there's bits and pieces here that we can add for your health benefit. Yeah, absolutely. And I think back 20 years ago, we were just considered complete quacks, Yep. you know, amazingly. Um, mm. And it's funny, all the stuff we were talking about back then, gut health, and, you know, that's <laughs> just huge. So in vogue now, isn't I it? I know, and probiotics, yeah. you know, we that's all the stuff we were into. And now, you know, doctors are kind of prescribing it 
um, which is a great. And I think we're working together more. I've got some great doctors where we work as a team. Sure. And that's where we get the best results. And interestingly, I had a conversation with a, a friend of mine who's a naturopath who just has really massive issues with the pharmaceutical companies and things like that. I think I don't like to think about it too much. All I can do is what I can do. But I think the average person has got a lot of questions to ask. They're not just listening to their doctor. um, They're asking a lot more questions. And it's because they desire that 1% more sometimes. You know, there are a lot of people out there, myself included, who go to doctors and don't get all the answers. And so we naturally go looking elsewhere. You know, that's human nature to want to live a a healthy, energised, optimised life. You're not getting all the answers because you're in seven-minute blocks. Yeah, there's that too. And it's it's a turnover uh, sort of factory-minded sort of approach to it that just you're on the conveyor belt of health and you're not really necessarily getting the results that you're after. I've got questions around that as well. And in defence for the doctors – they, they can't work out of that kind of structure. Oh, I actually looked at studying medicine and some of my good doctor friends said, don't do it, Nat, because you won't be able to do what you're doing now. Mm. Um, and also doctors need to know so much, you know, from... Talking GPs. Yeah, yeah. GPs, you know, about how to take splinters out to broken bones to trying to work out everything. And they do no nutritional training at yeah. all. I think maybe three hours worth of nutritional training. Mm. That's that's where we come in. Nutritionists, naturopaths, this is how we can work as a team. And yep. the new GPs are really appreciative and really work well with us. And that's really pleasing to hear because I think that there's no doubt that the AMA, the Australian Medical Association, mm. probably one of the most militant of unions, and, and they say they're not a union, they are, <laughs> Uh, and don't represent necessarily most of their members anyway, they've only got a membership rate less than 25% around the country, Mm. uh, have been selling that story that you guys are a bunch of quacks and that you're not part of the health uh, solution, that you're uh, sitting aside, that no money should be spent on you at all, it just should be the doctors. But if you're getting young doctors that are coming through that are recognised, I'm really pleased to hear that because mm. that, that gives me that gives me inspiration or gives me at least the, the confidence there to hope that you know that they are looking at really the health of the individual, the patient, more so than just what the pharmaceutical companies are pumping out. But for there to be real change, we need to address the disconnect between what's happening with patient care in the real world and what's being mandated by government organisations. Yes, and it's the patients that are demanding it. You know, they're going to their doctors. And it's interesting that AMA actually sent letters to all the doctors saying, do not listen to these naturopaths that are requesting tests. Um, And... So, but my reason why I send a letter to their GP is, listen, let's work together. Um, Would you be open to doing these tests? Let's work this out together. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, they've been kind of been told, don't listen to naturopaths. But the patients are saying, but hang on, it's my health, everyone. Mm. You know, having a naturopath and a GP working on my team is going to get me you know, better results. Taking it from the other side, and we all saw what Pete Evans did uh, during the COVID period. Now, not necessarily uh, (laughs) a naturopath's advice, but he did take sort of quite extreme methods and measures to to deal with what was going on. What do you say to people around that? Is, Is... 
is it because it was subjective very much him or the fact that he might have just been leading people up the wrong way? Oh, it's some of the stuff he was saying, I was like, oh, that's just going to not go down too well. Yeah. There's elements of truth yep. in what he's saying, but I think how he's delivering it, and I think he went to the extreme. There yep. are some things I don't agree on. Um, yeah, listen, Pete Evans, he does some great recipes, I have to give. <laughs> I like his recipes. He's, yep. He's cool. Lovely cook, amazing. very yep. charming, very, you know, good looking for TV, <laughs> but just just a complete wacko when it comes to that kind of stuff. Uh, and there is some truth, you know, in some of the stuff he says, and I, I get it, but I was like, oh, I was just thankful that he wasn't a naturopath yeah. saying mm. it because yep. we get – we get roped in. We have one weirdo going off yep. and then we get all roped in. But then in. that's the argument then from the pharmaceutical and the Australian Medical yep. Association is that, you know, you're not listening or talking to a person that has gone to university or has the documentation of seven years of study. Yep. But a naturopath does study. How many years is it? So four years, yep. uh, four-year degree. Uh, we are actually not registered. We are f- I'm, I'm on the fence because we have a lot more freedom to what we can do. Sure. Mm-hmm. But we, you get these natural therapists that go out, which aren't naturopaths, yeah. and we're not kind of protected with when these people go out and do crazy stuff. Yeah. Um, but I think people are getting more and more aware that, you know, naturopaths are what they are. We're not natural therapists. There is a distinction. And I think registration will come in, but I'm, I like the freedom that we have at the moment. So is there an association? Yes, we're all with the association so that we can get insurance and things like that. Yeah. yeah. And so a great practice for an, a listener right now who's in, interested in finding a practitioner, you would look through the association, look yes, for that connection? that's a great way, is to ask what association they're with. One of the things I do like about and going to my sister-in-law I'll give her a shout out Lisa Jolly I know you're listening (laughs) Uh, Lisa's based up on the Gold Coast and what I do find with her approach and this is very different to the, uh, the, the the GPs that are out there is that the listening taking the time to actually identify where what where the, is the core of the problem yep. the root of the problem of what you're actually wor- you know working with other than just here's a here's some antibiotics go and get yourself sorted I've stubbed my toe here's some antibiotics you know you've got a chest infection here's some antibiotics yep. it's the antibiotics is, is the you know the well, solution for everything there's, there's less or antidepressants or antidepressants now. there's a bit of yeah. anti in everything yeah, yeah. exactly but the listening the time yeah. to take into account what is going on that that's a certain skill. That's a skill, isn't it? Yeah, and it's interesting because I've honed that over 20 years now, but yeah. I still spend over an hour with the initial client. And so the GPs I work with love it because I've gone through everything. I've gone through their diet, their lifestyle, their you know, bowel motions, their, mm. you know, sleep. I've gone through everything. I've asked them like a thousand different questions. Mm. So when I kind of like, right, GP, this is what we're kind of dealing with. They're like, oh, hallelujah. We yeah. We've got a bit of a plan here. So, yeah, it's definitely that questioning and it's really interesting over these 20 years. I can tell in the first five minutes generally if I'm going to get some good results just from – their attitude, their yeah. responsibility, and and also trying to get to their why of their why they want to change is yeah. so important. And I can kind of like, this will be interesting. 
you know, how this is going to turn out. The biggest thing we've got on is our mind here. And and our brain is is pretty much running everything. Without a doubt. And if we don't get that into the right frame of mind and to to actually, you know, get the solution, we're not going to solve anything. And even modern medicine is not going to solve that. Yeah, Without a doubt, because most of us know what we should be doing. Yeah. We should be exercising. We should be eating more plant food. We need to be sleeping, less alcohol. We all know that. Yeah, um, we don't want to do it. We yeah. just, yeah, we, but we know we should. Yeah, so really connecting, getting people to connect to their why, why they want more energy yep. so they can, you know, play more with their kids, um, sure. you know, concentrate more with their work. Um that's, I think, is the biggest key. Always keep reminding them. So why do you want to feel better? Why do you not want IBS and have mm. to run to a toilet, you know, when you're going out? So, um, yeah. Is I that think. enough to to solve the very common, you know, depression that can be associated with the chronically ill? Uh, so depression, mood stuff, It again, it depends. So I go through an hour... Each kind of depressed patient I have, mm-hmm. it's a different strategy because depression now is considered an inflammatory disease. It's not considered a psychological disease. Okay. So you got to work out what is making that brain inflamed. Yes, there could be stresses around, but stress causes cortisol. Cortisol will just ramp up your inflammation markers. Um, there could be trauma there as well, um, but diet... Um, you know, so many things can contribute to low mood. Have these, these uh, you know, you mentioned it, everybody knows what they need to do, therefore there needs to be education. Yep. Is that one of the reasons why you, you are a content creator and you, and you make things like your reels and you, you communicate to your audience in that way and you've gone to the press? Yes, it's really, it's really interesting the stuff that sticks, you know, the people that really resonate with. And it can be just the simple things of... Um, there's a lot of confusion out there. So, Mm. yes, we know the basics, you know, eat more plant food, exercise and things like that. But um, little things like so many girls get put on the pill if they've got irregular or painful periods um, and explaining that's not the solution. Um, And those kind of things people really resonate with. Mm. Um, For example, one of my best content was explaining that Vitamin D, a few years ago, we were all chronically low in vitamin D. So how they fixed that was they just put the um, measurements down. So what was acceptable. Oh, the range. The range, yes. So the range. Ah. Yes. So it used to be anything under 75 was a deficient. Um, Now they've just put it down to 50. And like, voila, we've kind of solved the problem. And that kind of resonated with a lot of people because people are sitting at 70 and think they're fine. We should actually be over 100. Right. Wow. Um, Yeah, so these little things that people don't understand um, are really key. With the media, and we know that doctors are in demand for the media, the radio, television, print media loves them. How has that been for you as a naturopath? How has media received you? Because I know as someone that puts people in front of the media, naturopaths uh, and not just that their chiropractors are sometimes Same. difficult to get on. Mm-hmm. Um, kinesiologists, not so easy to get on. In what way? In, just in, that, in that the credibility, I suppose yeah. that, that what they're looking for, because a doctor 
again, has that lovely big university documentation saying, you know, he's got mm. the degree and uh, bang. And it's a century of, of people looking to yeah. that profession for advice. Yes. It's interesting. I actually did a bit of work with Lana Hill about five years ago and she said to me, you'd be great in the media. And the first thought was, you've got rocks in your head, Lana. But mm. then when I actually thought about it, I thought all that judgment you know, because I like doing my thing and I do it well. Um, but the thought of being in media and getting scrutinised mm. um, about being a quack, because I've been, you know, 20 years of probably, you know, got some chips on my shoulder about being considered a quack. But now it's different. Everyone recognises the value that a naturopath does. They know that we are trained, we're experienced, we're qualified. And it's just ramping up. So, yeah, my attitude's changed. I think it's different. You know why I think it's different? Because also, too, like a financial advisor, they can't give you financial advice on the radio, on the TV, in the newspaper. They can just give you examples or case studies of what's mm. happened in the past. Yep. Or, and you can decide whether that works well for you. Yep. So being informed, being educated, I think is critical. And that's everyone's got a different case. They'll yeah. they'll deal with it differently, won't they, Carl? So you need to then seek out that personalised advice from the right naturopath for you. So what you're doing is contributing to that collective knowledge that a naturopath is a trusted person. Do you think your association is doing enough to educate out no. there? No. No. <laughs> no. Hang on, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just documenting their number and name and number now to give them a buzz. But I think, yeah, we wonder why we pay this money each year. Yeah, so um, – but, but Can I, I just say most, as, most associations <laughs> in general aren't representative of no. their bodies or their, their membership. They're only interested in actually just bringing in the subscriptions mm. and trying to stay relevant. But media and education is not one of their big no, priorities because it. it gets them in trouble. They're That's not the good fear, at isn't it? it? They're not good at it but and the they problem, should be better. Yeah, the problem is when you don't tell your story, someone else is going to tell your story and they're going to get it wrong. Yeah. So you need to have that correct narrative out there. I really do want to mention um, the other side of the coin with Nat. You know, you're a service provider, you're a naturopath. The same thing, the other side of the coin is that you've gone down the street of creating a product and taking a product to market. Oof. How's that differed in terms of your approach and marketing and, and what it's like to do that? Uh, so, what have I learnt and how has it been different? Let me think. It's been definitely an interesting ride. So, I've produ produced a product because all my clients were bringing in their skin collagen products and things like that. And I just thought this could be do done so much better. And I wanted it TGA listed. So, I went through that whole process of getting um, Gloso products listed. So, launching that in the media... It's been interesting. I actually got a PR coach, which was super cool. So it actually, because PR is expensive. Yeah. And for me, I got a coach. She told me what I needed to do. And that was great. I got a feature in the West Australian. Uh, I got a feature in uh, Body and Soul uh, and lots of different bits and pieces. But that was my work. And I felt mm. that um, me doing it probably was even better than a PR company doing it, possibly. Yep. Um, so, and being on social media, but I find... Who, who is the PR coach? I'll tell you if they're any good. Ah. Uh, from the um, PR pantry, Emma. She's know. over east. Over okay. east. Okay. Yeah. 
Sorry, sorry, she was Emma, amazing. For the PR pantry. She's hey, <laughs> but just a, when you start start up, yeah. you know, it's it'd be wonderful to have this budget to be able to get sure. other people to do it. Absolutely, the coaching, and I think things are just changing all the time. I think if anyone was to, you know, the whole marketing thing is changing all the time mm. of what we need to be doing, and that's great working with you, Carmen, because I, you know, I just need. You're on the pulse, so you, you you tell me what I need to do. And I work with people like Nick who are on the pulse too. No, you are yeah. committed to your education. You know, um, Nat's a lifelong learner in that sense. You know, you've, you've got your degree, you've gone and learned how to create a product, you've got that to market, and now you're learning to market all of yes. those things yourself. So what's been the... What's been the thing that you've seen shift the needle? Has it been getting the, the press, you know, getting the paper article about Gloso? What's going to grow that business for you, do you think? All of that helps, um, but it really comes down to, I think what's really kind of connecting with people is my whole motive of doing this is to be quite authentic and honest. Mm. And yeah, the products that we make are amazing and TGA listed and do a job, but it's it's a partnership. This is what else you can do. So when I'm on there saying, this is what else you can do. For great skin, look at these foods. Make sure, you know, your channels of um, elimination are working. People resonate with that and that's what I'm quite passionate about. So, mm. yeah, great products, but we're quite truthful that, yeah, you've got to do more yourself. You it's know? not a magic pill. No, no, not a college. No, and we say... Um, on our website, if you're looking for a quick fix, you're in the yeah. wrong place kind and of thing. Look, I think the best way, particularly with a product sell, it's not it's not about it, – it's case studies. It's very much about people experiencing the wins that they've got and then sh- showcasing that because, you know, a lot of people are going to spruik and say that they've been able to solve this and solve that uh, uh, until you actually see it in action. You know, it, it's like anything in business. We look for referrals – because the referrals are an example of someone else that's had success with what we've yeah. done. Yep. And that's the best way to sell it, I think. Uh, and when you get on a run, the other big one I was going to ask you around for the product, have you gone down that influencer space where you've looked at them using and identifying your product and, and seeing – because, again, brand awareness is probably just as important as, as – I won't say the success or results because that's, that's critical. Yep. But brand awareness, influencers could do very well here. Yes, TGA listed product, we are quite restricted. Sure. So with an influencer, they can't talk about their personal story. No. So um, we have dealt with some influencers. It did work maybe last year for a bit, but now people know, you know, if someone influences They know they're getting paid for it. They yeah, know and that you it's have a bit of a con. Totally. So what we're focusing on <laughs> is, you know, talk about what you do in your beauty routine and wellness routine and sure. how this connects in. But it yeah, but people are so savvy now. You yeah. know, you see that's another influencer with another product in their hand. Mm. We'll just scroll through. Paid partnership, all of that sort of stiff stuff now. But, yeah. But I don't see a problem with it because I think, you know, f- f- coming from an earned media perspective, I think it's just as important uh, um, as buying media. Yeah. You know, you've got to buy it because it, you can't always be front of mind or you might not always have that newsworthy or mm. uh, angle that's going to be in the yep. media. So you've got to create that or buy that opportunity. Yep, yep, absolutely. Actually, what is working for us and is we, our stockers are cosmetic doctors, day spas, um, skin therapists, 
they can talk about it till the cows come home on their social media. Sure. Mm. Because they brought it, they're saying the results they're getting for their patients um, and clients, that's been gold. So um, that's what we're focusing on. And that's actually something we were talking about with Amali Shrews in the last episode about that uh, relationship. At the core of everything, we're creating relationships. Whether you are doing media in the traditional sense or you're creating reels like you're doing to grow your expertise, you're building relationships with the people who can do the selling for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Actually, I had a stockist reach out last week because of the information reels that I was giving and they're like, this resonates with what we're doing in clinic. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's catch up. So, Yeah. yeah. And that's critical because not only are they subscribing to the product, they're subscribing to you. Absolutely. And you are your brand. Yep. Oh, God, that's a good way to finish off, Isn't Carms. it? Yeah. Really I, I, nice. I love that. And and keep it going, because I think that's the, the important thing is, uh, and it's a great message for everyone that's uh, listening, is that it's not always easy to get your message out, at your content, your product that you're looking to sell, but keep going and yep. find different ways to do it mm. because, you know, it might be those reels, it might be those posts that you're putting up. Um, but make sure that you're also looking at earned media, looking at the body and soul, looking at the yeah. mama mias of the world, looking where your audience sits. And if you don't know that, ask your audience. Yes. Where, what media do you consume yes, today? Survey them. How do you do it? Mm. You know, what are you listening for? What do you read? What do you watch? And then bring it to them. Yeah, I think that's, that's a great amazing. message to, to, to get in front of that right audience. Yeah, you've certainly stuck at it long and hard now. I think one of the biggest things that when we started working together, you were sort of noticing is that you're putting stuff out there. It wasn't getting much reaction. Mm-hmm. But really, very recently, you've had this blow up of, of views and attention in your social media. And, and do you think it's just because you've stuck at it? You've kept that... Definitely stuck at it, and I think having your coaching. No, I wasn't leading you toward that. I I can't be that. Can I I double down on that? You've got the right coach. You've got the absolute right coach. And I think that, you know, with the right coach, and I think that's really another great message to everyone, find someone that's going to help you do this because the confidence can be down. You might not have the right direction. You might might not be putting it in the right places. Mm. And it's just those even little hashtags. Get those things right. And it's just that motivation to be consistent um, is is the big thing because we have weeks where we're like, there's no way I'm showing up this week. (laughs) But then I know I've got a coaching call with Carmen. I've got to get some stuff sorted. And it's worked. I'm starting to learn what my audience wants. I love it, Nat. Nat, you're the naturopath coach and you've got Carmen, the media coach. I love it. Hey, uh, if people want to get in contact with you, how do they do it? So naturopathy is nataliemcgrath.com.au and if you're interested in our skin supplement, that's glossohealth.com. And how do you spell that? G-L-O-W-S-O. Nice. Well, that's another Not good bad, one. huh? Not bad, Carmen. Uh, if you want Instagram, Natalie McGrath Naturopath and then Gloso Health. Look at that. She's finishing off beautifully. Well coached. <laughs> well coached. Well, thanks, Nat. Thanks for joining us today. Another good one, uh, Carms. Absolutely. I'm really enjoying hearing the backstories of quite a few people on the Experts podcast. And I'm going to enjoy getting back to next week with you when mm-hmm. we speak to another expert or another, com- another media. <laughs> You've been listening to the Experts Podcast, powered by Media Stable. If you'd like to get in contact with the team, head to mediastable.com.au.